0: Welcome to the Abundant Yogi Podcast. Our mission is to help you live your most happy, healthy, and abundant life possible. Inspired by yogic topics and philosophy, we share our own experiences navigating life and business as yogipreneurs. I'm Kegan Harvey, coming at you from Dubai. And I'm Amethyst, coming at you from Canada. Here we'll talk about health, wellness, business, relationships, yoga, and everything in between that we believe help create, and encompass a truly abundant life. Expect to have lots of laughs as we never take ourselves too seriously. Whether you're a yoga teacher, practitioner, or just want to live a more abundant life, this is the podcast for you. So get ready to open yourself up to new ideas, habits, and practices that will move you towards living your most abundant life. Hi, all. It's Kagan coming at you with another episode of the Abundant Yogi podcast. This week, I am solo as I was traveling last week. I went to Sicily with my fiance, and so Amethyst and I weren't able to connect and record together. For those of you that don't know and are new to the podcast, I'm Kagan, and I'm a yoga teacher and sound healer living in Dubai. And Amethyst is my co-host and fellow yoga teacher living in Alberta, Canada. So as you can imagine, one of the unique challenges we face with recording together is that we live in complete opposite time zones. <laughs> um, I'm about 12 hours ahead of her, so by the time she's just waking up, I'm usually just getting ready for bed. So makes it a little bit more of a challenge for us. But anyway, I've returned from my trip, and it was absolutely amazing. We flew into Catania, which is one of the major c- cities in Sicily. We spent our time exploring the coast. We visited Syracuse, which is this little town where a good chunk of the Godfather movies were filmed, which was kind of cool, and then ended up um, in this little tiny town, like gem of a town called Terramina, which is like 45 minutes from Catania, which is like the main city or one of the main cities. Anyway, it's also like the little town where the second season of White Lotus was filmed. (laughs) I don't know if any of you guys watched that show, but it's a TV show basically about um, just rich travelers that go and stay at this prestigious hotel. So the first season was based off of a hotel in hawaii and the second season was based off of this hotel in sicily so it's actually called in real life the hotel is actually called the san dominico hotel uh, by the four seasons so yeah so this town that we went to had this hotel so we went to check it out but um, obviously because it's so exclusive we weren't able to go inside and we asked like if we could get a reservation at one of the restaurants, and they basically laughed in our face and told us there was a three-year waiting list. <laughs> um, yeah, so we got to see the outside though, which was cool. But yeah, if you're ever planning to go to Italy, I highly recommend visiting Termina in Sicily because I don't—I feel like not a lot of people would like really know about it because it's this tiny little town. But anyways, it was absolutely beautiful. It was probably one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen. Um, obviously, because it's Italy, the food was unreal. Pizza, pasta, wine, everything. Uh, but the town is like built on top of a mountain in the south of Italy. So you have views of like the Mediterranean Sea. You're surrounded by vineyards. And you also like are in plain view of this live volcano, Mount Etna. So yeah, it was amazing. We're already planning our trip back. Anyway, this week, since I'm solo, I thought it would be a good opportunity for me to talk a little bit more about my journey and how I transitioned from full-time corporate to my dream job of teaching yoga and serving others. Whether you're interested in becoming a yoga teacher yourself or have thought about making a change in your own life or career path, I hope that my journey can inspire you. So here it is. I started working in HR in 2012 after I graduated from university with my first degree, which was in human resources management. Truthfully, it's not like I had a massive calling to work in HR, but at the time I was a waitress at a place called Boston Pizza, Boston Pizza <laughs> which was coincidentally where I also met Amethyst for the first time almost 15 years ago. Um, but I knew I really enjoyed serving people However, I did not want to be waiting tables for the rest of my life. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I just knew that long-term it wasn't for me. So after a bit of research and looking for career paths that still had that people-serving aspect about it, which I knew I enjoyed, I landed on HR. So I had never worked in an office before and neither of my parents had typical office jobs either. So I didn't really know what i was getting myself into just that it you know felt right by society to go to university and get a job by the way i believe this societal force on young people is a huge reason why so many people struggle with career dissatisfaction later in life you know rather than being encouraged and giving space to explore and figure out what they really enjoy doing they're taught to simply just get a job make money it's a huge problem but i won't get too much into that now Anyway, to fast forward a bit, once again, driven by money, I ended up getting a second degree in commerce, so I had my Bachelor of Commerce, while still working full-time in my HR job at the time, Um, and then that degree eventually led me to get headhunted by a larger US-based company that had companies all over the world, which is how I ultimately ended up in Dubai in 2019. And a lot happened while I was in Dubai, including COVID, without wanting to negate or dismiss some of the terrible times that many families had to go through. I honestly really have to thank the fact that I was, for lack of better terms, being forced to stay at home as it caused me to finally slow down. You know, I've always been a busy body, like exhibit A, my entire 20s were spent working two jobs and going to school. So this time for like introspection was really pivotal for me because like it made me realize that I wasn't happy doing what I was doing. And rather than it serving me, it was actually causing me a lot of stress and anxiety. So I knew I had to make a change. I just wasn't entirely sure what that change was going to be yet. But either way, I knew I had always thought of getting my yoga teacher training. So with having, you know, more time on my hands because of COVID, I started there. So I started researching yoga teacher trainings. And two reasons why I had put off doing my teacher training in the past was partly because I would have to take time off work to do it and partly because, they can be kind of expensive if you've ever looked into them they can be like onwards of three four or five thousand dollars so yeah so that was a bit of a setback for me so during my research I focused on trainings that were like in the area like in Dubai and you know trainings that I could do outside of my work hours so that I didn't have to take time off work which I wasn't sure that that sort of training existed but I was like you know what? I'm just gonna do some research check it out and see um, and then something crazy happened. So when we were still working at the office, the building I worked out of had a yoga studio and I had signed up for a few classes prior to the studios and everything being shut down for COVID. But like, as a result of signing up to those classes, I must have like ended up on their mailing list somehow. So in the same time frame that I was doing my online search for ytt's yoga teacher trainings i received an email from that studio which was an advertisement for this online yoga teacher training and guess what they offered payment plans so like all of those roadblocks that i had before were like broken down immediately (laughs) um yeah so i was like flabbergasted um It's crazy how when you put intention into something, how signs can just show up guiding you in the right direction. So, yeah, after a bit more research on their, like, specific program, I decided, you know, I'm going to do it. Um, And I signed up. And this was April of 2020. So, again, because of the COVID restrictions, I was lucky to be able to complete my online training from home outside of the hours I had to be logged on for work. Uh, by July, I completed my 200 hour teacher training. and yeah, the months following my YTT were some of the most challenging months I faced mentally and emotionally. Because of the COVID restrictions being lifted in Dubai, flights were like op- also opening back up and I was being asked by my company essentially to go back to Canada. And at this point I had already met my now fiance and had really just gotten comfortable with my life in Dubai. And, you know, I enjoyed the weather and just like a lot of things. So going back to Canada, like aside from seeing my family and my friends, like I was just not looking forward to it, but nonetheless, I went back, which was a trip in and of itself. I hadn't seen my family in over a year since like well before COVID and Obviously, because at the time there were still those restrictions, immediately when I got back, I had to quarantine for 14 days. So I had gone from living in Dubai, like completely uprooting and changing my life to then going back to Canada, which was another huge, massive change and then not being able to see anyone for 14 days. So, yeah, it was like a crazy repatriation and I had a really, really hard time feeling settled back in Canada. And I just knew in my heart that I wanted to be back in Dubai, but I had no idea how I was going to make that happen. So in the meantime, I kept up my practice and did as much as I could to practice teaching. You know, I taught my friends, my family, um, and luckily one of my friends who owns a spin studio even let me teach classes like at her studio because at the time <laughs> there was these weird restrictions you all probably remember it especially those of you that are in Canada but um yeah spin was considered like a high intensity workout which wasn't allowed but like yoga was considered low intensity so the government was allowing yoga so basically we had moved all the bikes out of her studio and set up like a space to do yoga so I was teaching there um but yeah, I mean, while I was in Canada, I did a lot of reflection, uh, meditation, journaling, you know, talked to my friends, my family, and ultimately decided that going back to Dubai was what I wanted to do. And yeah, I was terrified because that meant quitting my job, you know, my security blanket and embarking into the unknown. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was ready to do it and knew in my heart it's what I needed to do. So yeah, here's another one that will make you laugh. <laughs> after after like finally getting the guts to give my notice at work, my boss turned around and didn't accept it. <laughs> and instead she's like, nope, we want to keep you on and uh not only will we relocate you back to dubai but we'll also give you a visa <laughs> so it's just like man it cannot get any clearer than this like you cannot make this shit up so yeah i mean i was grateful and uh i was really starting to see a pattern by this point you know like if i got clear on what i really wanted and like created that pathway and trusted that it would work out no matter what things would just you know, fall into place, which they did. Um, but yeah, by April of 2021, I had relocated back to Dubai permanently. And throughout those first few months back in Dubai, you know, I continued doing my HR job from home, but it still just it didn't feel right. Like something about it was off. Um, and by this point, I had not been teaching yoga, but I was still keeping up with my practice and trying different studios around Dubai. Um, And by attending classes, I got introduced to a lot of different teachers. So, after each class, what I would do is I'd just kind of stick around and chit chat with the teacher afterwards and just ask them questions, like, you know, about their life as a teacher, about their schedule, their work life balance, and just stuff like that, just to kind of get a feel for what it could be like if I did decide to teach full time. And the more I spoke to different teachers, the more it felt like the career of, you know, yoga teacher more closely aligned with who I was and what would make me happy over what I was currently doing. So during one of those conversations, luckily, one of the teachers introduced me to a studio manager who asked if, you know, she could put me on the sub list. And that very next week, they called me to cover a class. So this was my first, like, official <laughs> in-studio class and I was ecstatic but also so incredibly nervous <laughs> because it can be really daunting teaching a class of people that you don't know like at an actual studio like yeah it was just a lot of feelings associated with that but one of the things you know I do wish I had done differently was taken my YTT in person rather than online because I feel like that would have helped like ease a lot of those nerves but at the time that was my only option but I do really feel like I missed out on that you know one-on-one and like human interaction that you get from in-person training Um, but in any case I continued to cover classes for that studio and yeah like I said you know teaching studio classes can be really Nerve-wracking, but truthfully, the only way to get through that is to just keep teaching classes. And eventually it does get easier and you do start to build that confidence. Then I landed my first private client. And having private clients has its own set of challenges, especially as a new teacher, because there is an element of imposter syndrome, especially when it comes to what to charge for a lesson you know, because I was new, I kind of admittedly undersold myself because, A, I didn't really know what the market rate was for privates in Dubai, and, B, I felt a bit like a fraud being such a new teacher and charging people for my classes, which now I know is total horse shit. (laughs) You know, if you don't put value in yourself and what you offer – then how can you expect anyone else to put value in you? You know what I mean? So you need to value yourself in order for others to value you as well. Anyway, by this time, I was teaching about three classes a week, including my HR job. Uh, The studio I was doing covers for offered a few permanent classes, and that's really where it started to kick off. I was getting more experience and feeling more confident with my classes. and Most importantly, I was loving it loving it. I was loving what I was doing. I felt so good every time I went to teach a class. I felt so good afterward. I was becoming less and less interested or engaged in my HR job. And by October 2021, the projects that I was working on um, were kind of coming to a close. So I had the opportunity to stay in HR or make a change. And I decided to make a change. (laughs) That change was leaving my job permanently and becoming a full-time yoga teacher. Was I teaching enough classes to be considered full-time hours? No. Did I have regular salary that would cover my bills? Not really. (laughs) Seems crazy, doesn't it? But, you know, I just, I fully believed in my heart that I could make it work. I will say that Because I knew I wasn't satisfied in my job, I saved as much money as I possibly could so that I knew I had a bit of a cushion and that was really, really helpful. And I think because I had fully committed to making it work, that I had literally and energetically opened myself up to new opportunities. You know, there's a reason they say that when when one door closes, another one opens. And now that I had more time, I was really able to just go out and look for other studios to teach at. By this point, too, the private client I had had also referred me to a few others. And I quickly landed two more private clients. For the first while, you know, it was difficult to find a studio that would take me on permanently with such you know, little experience. And not little experience, but just like, you know, they look at your resume and they see that you have less than a year. So most of the time they just... Or, you know, or so I had thought, they just, you know, pass it off. Um, But yeah, so I just kept teaching as much as I could with the classes that I did have and took advantage of the time that I had by investing in another teacher training. So I did my 50-hour yin yoga training. And truthfully, one of the things I will say is the most important aspect of being a teacher is to never stop being a student. Never stop learning. Never stop being a student. And within about six months of leaving my job, I had taken another training and was teaching about 10 classes a week between my private clients and studio classes. I was teaching mostly hatha and yin in studio and vinyasa type flows with my private clients. And as a new teacher, one of the things you'll notice is how much energy it takes to teach a class. Even though you love what you do, there's a lot to be said about the output of energy it takes to teach a class. And at that time I was still trying to kind of figure out that balance. But what I did learn was that as much energy as you put into your classes, you need to equally give that energy back to yourself. Whether that's your own practice, whether that's meditation, or anything, you know, that helps you personally fill your own cup, whatever that is. I cannot stress the importance of that enough as a teacher. You know, and I still struggle with it from time to time, but knowing how important that is makes me more cognizant of it so that I can ensure that not only am I doing it for myself so that I can be the best version of myself for me, but also for my students as well. And something else I struggled with during the transition you know, regardless of how certain I was of the change was the disassociation from my corporate life. And, you know, I've speak I've spoken to many other people who have gone through a career change or, you know, who have left their jobs and and they experienced this. But yeah, that that attachment to all the work that I had put in prior, you know, there was an element of shame and guilt for having put in so much time and so much effort into my career as an HR business partner. And I went through times where I was afraid that, oh, shit, like maybe I made a mistake, especially when I wasn't making as much money as I was before. So that was, yeah, that was a huge struggle. But yoga really helped me with that too. Like the practice of yoga encourages the practice of letting go and of non-attachment. There's actually a really good book I would recommend that talks about, you know, the art of letting go. And it's called The Untethered Soul by Michael A. Singer, I think is how you pronounce his name, S-I-G-N-E-R. But basically, you know, there comes a point where you just have to realize that we are the cause of our own suffering, but in the same token, we have the ability to drive what thoughts take over. So eventually, I just had to keep reminding myself that this is what I chose and what I wanted to do and let go of that narrative that I wouldn't be able to make as much or, you know, or more as what I did in my corporate job. I had to let that narrative go because that narrative, whether true or false, that narrative was what was holding me back. So yeah, anyway, going back to the confidence thing, there were a few p- prestigious studios, I'll call them, that I hadn't bothered applying to because I truly felt I wasn't experienced enough. But while working through some of that non-attachment work, I decided, fuck it, and I applied, (laughs) and all right, get ready for another laugh. Literally, the next day, (laughs) the next day after submitting my resume to one of those studios, I got a call. (laughs) Within a week, I had gone for an interview, I had done a demo, and a week after that, I was on their sub list and after teaching a few cover classes for them they offered me a full-time contract. So not only would I have a set number of classes and monthly salary but I was getting much more exposure to a larger audience which meant more experience. Anyway to wrap it up a bit here (laughs) that was July of 2022 so about a year ago now. And since then, I still teach at that studio and continue to grow my private client base. I've taken on additional trainings, like my sound healing training and physical adjustment training. Like I said, I had felt like I needed more hands-on training for my YTT. So I felt like the adjustment training just kind of gave me, you know, what my YTT lacked in in that first 200 hours of training. Um, I've hosted my own yoga retreat. I host monthly sound healing sessions, like above and beyond sessions booked through my private clients. I make sure to keep up with my own practice and continue to connect with other teachers and studios in the area. And as scary as this process has been, I do not regret it in any way, shape or form. I'm grateful for each day that I get to do what I do and for the beautiful people I get to meet and share energy with along the way. I am an example of someone who has changed their career later in life and I strongly recommend that if you are feeling stuck or if you're feeling unfulfilled in your current circumstances, do not ignore that feeling because there could be something beautiful and much more suited for you waiting to be explored. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you have any additional questions or concerns or you wanna chat more about my journey, or would like to share your own journey, please do not hesitate to connect by emailing AbundantYogiPodcast.com or connecting with us on Instagram at The Abundant Yogi Podcast. I will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Abundant Yogi Podcast. This podcast allows us to step into our passion of helping others. So we hope that you can take away from what we share and be inspired to bring abundance into your own life because you deserve it. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe or follow and leave us a review. Leaving a review helps us become more discoverable for other people on the path of living more abundantly. Once again, we thank you and wish you so much love. Until next time.